On the shores of Lake Huron, his eyes on the waves, a young boy sat dreaming of a life on the lakes. A three-masted schooner sailed on the horizon, and he decided that day on that ship he'd be sailing. Follow the stars, follow the lights, following his dreams of a sailor's life. A young boy with dreams, with so much at stake, a life filled with dreams, a life on the lakes. On the deck of a schooner, alone at the wheel, the sailor was guided by the lights at Preskill. The stars shone bright as the winds drove him on, and the sailor gave thanks for that fair weather run. Follow the stars, follow the lights, following his dreams of a sailor's life. A sailor works hard on a ship hauling freight. It's a life that he loves, his life on the lakes. On the shores of Lake Huron, his eyes on the waves, the old man looks out o'er the lake's gentle waves. His schooner's retired by a steamer replaced, and he thanks the good Lord for his life on the lakes. Follow the stars, follow the lights. He followed his dreams of a sailor's life. He fills his grandkids with a lifetime of tales of his life as a sailor on a ship with tall sails. Follow the stars, follow the lights. He follow your dreams of a sailor's life. Young children still dream, looking out o'er the waves. Life on a lake or out on the Great Lakes. Hi, I'm Russ Franzen, and I write and sing songs about Great Lakes history. Now, in today's program, I'm going to be doing some, pro some songs that I haven't uh, uh, recorded before. This was from my time uh, spent living up in Alpena, Michigan time that I greatly enjoyed because the water, the big water, is my muse, so to speak. And in Alpena, you have the Thunder Bay River, you have Thunder Bay, and a stone's throw away from that is Lake Huron. So there was always some big water for me to be sitting around and writing songs. And so some of these songs are ones that I'll be able to play for you today. And um, the songs I sing are about lighthouses and lake boats and, well, shipwrecks, and people and life along the Great Lakes, and you'll get a little bit of each of that today. 
There's a peace on this island that you don't get on shore. The rocky ground, the sound of birds, and the Huron waters roar. And the beam of the lighthouse shines out at end of day from the lighthouse at Thunder Bay. When Chief Mishikiwas led the Thunder Bay Band, the spirit of the west wind came to this piece of land. The white fish were plenty on the shoal off the shore, and the fishermen came later to Thunder Bay's door. They worked in sun and gale along the dangerous shoal. Soaked with water and half frozen, they put their catch into their hold. They sold the fish in barrels from their shanties on the shore to the schooner crews that stopped their heading south and north. There's a peace on this island that you don't get on shore. The rocky ground, the sound of birds, and the Huron waters roar. And the beam of the lighthouse shines out at end of day from the lighthouse at Thunder Bay. The limestone shoal meant danger to the ships passing by. A turning point for travelers to Mackinac and Detroit. In 1832, a lighthouse shined its light, one of the first on Lake Huron's shore to shine into the night. She watches o'er Lake Huron as she did in days of yore, as the waves around her crash and roar along the shore. The light reached 14 miles through a fourth order lens, a warning to the sailor of the danger that beckons. There's a peace on this island that you don't get on shore. The sound of the rocky ground and the sound of birds and the Huron waters roar. And the beam of the lighthouse shines out at end of day from the lighthouse at Thunder Bay. Now, there were a lot, of, uh, a lot of fishing up in that area and on Lake Huron. And uh, by the time I got up to Alpena in 2013, the commercial fishing industry was all but gone. And I wanted to write a song about the demise of the commercial fishing industry up there, but I couldn't quite figure out how to do it. And then somebody invited me to sing at a fundraiser for an old fishing tug called the Catherine V. And the Catherine V, well, it was in rough shape and they wanted to, to uh, restore it. And uh, they asked me to play. So when I was there, I talked to folks who knew about the boat and learned a lot about it. And I decided that I could do uh, two things at once. I could do the demise of the fishing industry and a song about the Catherine V. And so this song is called The Last Fishing Boat. 
Along the shores and islands that border the Great Lakes, the fishermen built villages in our country's early days. But that way of life is ended to fishes just for sport. And the fishing tugs once plenty work here on lake no more. It's a way of life about to die. No more nets reeled up to dry. On the pages of history, just pictures and words. When the last fishing boat lays up for good. The Catherine Visa fishing tug built in Rogers City. She was one of many on the lakes. She fished off Rogers City, Manitoulin Island, and the Straits for whitefish, lake trout, and chub. For 42 years braving ice and gale, she loaded up on Lake Huron's bounty. She took side trips to Ontario when the country was dry to load up on Canadian whiskey. It's a way of life about to die. No more nets reeled up to dry. On the pages of history, just pictures and words when the last fishing boat lays up for good. Then the sea lamp came. And the government said that fishing could only be for sport. So the fishermen and the packers were out of their jobs and a way of life left Michigan's ports. The fishing tugs no longer work on Lake Huron. There is only one more to see. On a piece of dry land near the Thunder Bay River, and her name is the Catherine V. She's a way of life about to die. No more nets reeled up to dry. On the pages of history, just pictures and words. When the last fishing boat lays up for good. Catherine V, you can see her, and she's been fully restored. Her engine, too, which is quite impressive. Uh, and it's over at the Besser Museum in Alpena. Now, this next song is about a woman who uh, had, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you that story, but back in 1912, uh, there weren't very many women fishing on the Great Lakes commercially. But uh, Annie Tessier... <laughs> was one who did, and the newspapers said that she could fish with the best of men. The song is about Gilnet Annie. Come all who use a fishing pole and love the water blue, and I'll tell you of the stone lady who to herself was true. From Presqu'île and Alpina, a slip of a girl was she. She was known all over the inland seas as Gilnet Annie. On the blue lake Huron waters, she fished with the best of men. Along the lakes, they knew the name of Gilnet Annie. The daughter of old man Tessier, she had a brother too, 
who fished with their father on Huron's water blue. But the circus came to town in 1912, the year, and he took off with the big top and left his sister with the gear. Well, the family had to eat, so on the docks she saw the mess. So she bought some twine to sew up her father's ragged nets. She rigged two oars for their homemade boat, and her father took her out. And the name Gilnet Annie was from then on talked about. For eight years on Lake Huron, the whitefish they did catch. And the business grew to three good boats and about two hundred nets. She set the nets and pulled them in, cleaned the fish up for the shop, and she hung her license on the dingbat with the bopper flopper on top. Then Captain Bob came sailing into her life one day, and she left the nets to sail and trade along the lakes. In the Great Depression she foundered, so she worked in a factory, but along the docks they still told the story of Gilnet Annie. On the blue lake here on waters, she fished with the best of men. Along the lakes, they knew the name of Gilnet Annie. Uh, there's another woman who, uh, I was aware of her before I moved to Alpena. But uh, uh, her name is Sadie Black. And back in 1913, there was a storm on the Great Lakes. It was called the Great Storm of 1913. It was also called the White Hurricane. And because that's what it was, it was a hurricane on the Great Lakes. And many boats were lost, uh, many lives were lost. And what I like to say sometimes is have you ever uh, been doing something, you know, like, uh, well, like, like doing your taxes? or balancing the checkbook, or something like that. And somebody comes up and gives you a cup of coffee, and you say, wow, thank you, you're a lifesaver. Well, Sadie Black saved the lives of about 20 men on the Howard M. Hanna Jr. by serving them coffee. During a hurricane, on a broken boat, with snow and ice and cold water flooding into their the, the cook's room where they were. But this is the story of the hero Sadie Black. There were hundreds of stories, some told and some not, from 19 and 13's great storm. So many boats on the lakes foundered or lost, so many would never come home. But an unlikely hero to those who came back was a woman named Sadie Black. The Howard M. Hanna Jr. near the tip of Lake Huron rode into that strong winter storm. The boat was pounded by the seas and the snow and went to ground on the Port Austin Shoal. The dining and the cook's rooms were washed overboard. The cooks rode a wave to the engine room. The Han and her lifeboats were covered with ice and hurricane winds were blowing. Anyone can be a hero if you keep your cool while storms could hold you back. Just remember the story of the Hannah's little cook, an unlikely hero was Sadie Black. 
Sadie Black was a cook on the Howard M. Hanna Jr. Her husband was the steward on board. She was only five one, she was small and thin when the great storm around them roared. The aft crew in the galley were huddled and the lake water round them pooled. But Sadie Black worked in the waterways deep. Through it all, she kept her cool. Sunday night became Tuesday. Sadie Black, her work not done. She kept the cook fire going. She provided hot coffee and food for the crew while the world round them rocked and groaned. She refused to go first on the rescue boat. She waited for her turn in line. When she arrived with the surfmen at the Port Austin shore, it was clear to all she was dying. So the crew passed the hat to buy her a ticket to the Port Huron Hospital by train. She went back on the boats and she lived a long life. She was a hero forgotten by time. Anyone can be a hero with, if you keep cool while storms could hold you back. Just remember the story of the Hannah's little cook. An unlikely hero was Sadie Black. Now, a lot of the stories that you see about um, Sadie Black and about the Howard M. Hanna Jr., they all say that she went, uh, she and her husband Clarence, who was the cook, um, or was the steward, rather, uh, that uh, Clarence opened a restaurant in Cleveland the following uh, uh, winter, that winter, and, and uh, that she never went back on the lakes, and none of that's true. Now, they wanted to. And after, after, the, uh, after the wreck, Clarence did say, oh, I want to open that restaurant in Cleveland. But the very next year, the very next season, both of them were back on the boats. Clarence eventually did get his restaurant, but it was in Toledo. And it was about 20 years after that event. So this, uh, this next song, I was, I was a... Uh, I like to talk to some of the old, uh, uh, old Great Lakes sailors uh, while I was up there, and and uh, I one question that I asked him was, "What was it like on Christmas, on the boats?" Because you you see them, they're all decorated nicely, and they've got the Christmas trees out there and the uh, fossil deck and everything, and, and uh, it's pretty nice. And I wondered, and they, to a one, they said, "Well, it's like any other day." You know, you get a nice festive meal, but you still have to go on watch. <laughs> you know, still have to do your job. And uh, so I was thinking about that when I wrote this song, Silent Night on the Lakes. My watch was o'er, I stepped outside on this cold December night. A light snow crunched beneath boot and steel snow drifted in the light. On the St. Mary's banks shone festive light, smoke drifted high, folks cozy inside. From the deck I thought of family back in Toledo. 
It's Christmas Eve on a freighter upbound to the Sioux. The miracle of Christmas, a time of peace and joy, surrounded by family happy squeals of girls and boys. But our family on the freighter is all we have today, as Christmas comes out on the lakes like any other day. Upbound to Superior to the docks at Silver Bay, the skies clear the skis, calm a gift on Christmas Day. But I still stood watch, the work must be done, and it couldn't keep my thoughts from my family at home. The galley corrupted themselves a spread of ham and beef, with all the fixins, pies and cakes, and lots of tasty treats. We ate our fill and then some more, every bite was extra good. Then it was back on watch where thoughts of home would break our festive mood. The miracle of Christmas, a time of peace and joy, surrounded by family, happy squeals of girls and boys. But our family on the freighter is all we have today, as Christmas comes out on the lakes like any other day. Twas Christmas night, my watch was o'er, I walked the deck again. The pilot house was all decked out with lights of red and green. I thought about the miracle we celebrate each year, and sang silent night to the wind and waves so only God could hear. Silent night. Holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. There's another person who I wanted to sing about, and uh, he was a sky pilot on the Great Lakes. Now, a sky pilot, well, it's someone who guides you to heaven. He was a preacher. He was a missionary. His name was William Law, but his sermons weren't the things that people remembered about William Law. It was what he did for for those people and it was the letters that he wrote to them and the kindness he showed. And this is the ballad of William Law, The Laughing Doctor. From Canada to Hessel came the missionary William Law, his name. He built the Bethel home, a place of hope for sailors, lumbermen, and native folk. When his boat wrecked off Bablo Island's shore, he got to know the life-saving crew. He learned firsthand the life they knew and vowed to make it better. He sailed the lakes and preached the word, but his actions were the sermons heard with simple acts of kindness to the guardians of the sea. A 
Sky pilot, a chaplain, he with his gospel of humanity. To the keepers and lifesavers working on the inland seas. He sailed the dream of floating library filled with books and magazines. He cared for the hungry, the sick and poor and gave them first aid for the blues. He sailed the lakes and preached the word, but his actions were the sermons heard with simple acts of kindness to the guardians of the sea. He brought them books and magazines and to Standard Rock he took ice cream to soothe their weary, lonely time at stations far from home. He told them jokes and witty lines, reminding them of happy times, of wives and kids, and with their friends, so they called him their laughing doctor. He was law and gospel, a little sailor too, bringing hope, tears, and Hope, peace, and sunshine to all he knew. His letters valued more than pearls on the highways and byways of the great water world. He sailed the lakes and preached the word, but his actions were the sermons heard with simple acts of kindness to the guardians of the sea. running a little low on time. I've got time for one more song. And this is a song that I wrote while sitting out uh, next to the Thunder Bay River. They've got a little park there. And uh, I was sitting out there. It was a Friday night. And the third Friday, I think, of every, every uh, month, uh, uh, Brush Creek Mill in Hillman has an open mic night. And so it was after work. I was eating a hamburger and, and uh, waiting to uh, go over to Hillman. And uh, I had a thought that, you know, every morning I thank God for the big water, and once or twice I've even thanked Lake Huron, but I've never thanked the river. I thought about it for a minute, and then I just wrote down in my notebook, thanks to the river. Well, a month later, I'm sitting back there in the park, and eating my supper and waiting to go to Hillman, and uh, a line came to me. I thought, wow, that's a nice line. Where, where does that go? And then I remembered the thanks to the river. So I turned to that page in my notebook and wrote it down. And by the time I was finished writing down that line, there was another line, and 20 minutes later I had this song. So I ran back to my car, got my guitar out, and sang this song to the river. It's called Thanks to the River. Here on the river, it's quiet today. The water flows slowly by And the hectic pace This workaday life Flows away with a contented sigh I imagine the natives just passing by Gliding silently past this place As they fished in these waters With nets and with spears at a determined, patient pace. The river means freedom, the river means peace. Our history rolls past her banks. 
And I like to sit here whenever I please And sing her a song of thanks Villages and cities once grew by her shores She gave their mills power, you see She helped them build houses And she helped them make bread As she journeyed on down to the sea Today on the river we still can canoe There'll be fish for our dinner tonight And a day on the river makes me feel new And makes even hectic days right The river means freedom, the river means peace Our history rolls past her banks and I like to sit here whenever I please Sing her a song of thanks The river means freedom, the river means peace Our history rolls past her banks And I like to sit here whenever I please Sing her a song of thanks Thank you. And I'm going to end with this blessing. <laughs> if I can get my fingers to work here. Blessings flow upon you, may your journey be pleasant and sweet, may good fortune walk beside you and bring happiness to all you meet, all the best we wish for you this day, may, your, may each minute bring delight, this boatman bids you a good birthday and a restful sleep tonight. Thank you and good night.